August 18th, 1944. 152847. Dozens all across the world died in that single moment, from all manner of causes. But in a war torn French town, harrowed by gunfire and the screams of pain and fury, there were only three. Three humans, three stories, and the wolf. The first, soaked in blood, most of it his own, lay with vacant eyes pointed towards a similarly blank sky. He was a mere seventeen years old. When he joined the war effort, he'd successfully lied about his age. His name was unimportant, as he'd since adopted a false one in his efforts to mask his deceit. He felt a sense of duty in this pursuit, as many of these humans foolishly did. But the wolf could not blame the poor boy. No, it was only natural for them. And yet, the boy had killed before even becoming a man in the eyes of his people. As the wolf sauntered through rubble, over scattered shells and splintered glass, it lowered its gaze to meet the boys. Despite its hulking form, it passed gracefully, unfettered by the scene around it and likewise unnoticed. The wolf's cloak drifted around the cobbled streets until the being reached the young soldier. It held its stare as the gilded blue cloth fell around the boy, sweeping his spirit away and shrouding his broken body. A shame. The wolf also appeared in front of another, an older man clad in black. He was two decades the first boy's senior. This man had lost his wife, his children, his neighbors, and now came to the end of his time on the earth, blown apart by a hail of artillery. But the wolf felt no sympathy. It walked to him and knew what he had done. Overhearing a few choice words in an unfortunate language, a prayer between the neighborhood children, and eventually, as his spite and rage grew powerful enough, the family secrets of his own beloved were all the tools he needed to get recognition and respect in the new order that took hold of his home. He knew what those invaders, those parasites were planning, he thought, as he painted a familiar star on the doors of his street. They wanted him dead. They wanted his lineage and creed exterminated. They wanted his glorious nation to go the way of the Tsars of the East. They wanted to rip away everything he held dear. They were the reason he spent weeks hungry and burned his notebooks for warmth all those years ago, and those leeches had to be eliminated. The wolf came to a stop in front of the corpse, entirely aware of what came next in this tale. The man sent them away, packed into train cars and thrown into ditches. He kept sacred all he loved in his proud and beautiful nation. And as he walked the empty streets that once held the laughter of children and the stories shared from the old days, he smiled and knew that the Aryan was safe. So he joined the battles in the West to spread the glory of his homeland all across the globe.
He was proud of himself in his final moments, ever confident he'd waken Valhalla. The wolf sneered at him, and as it met a hateful, frozen stare, it released a low growl and consumed the man who threw away all he knew in his foolish attempts to protect himself. And in the same moment, it came upon a third. A young girl, who couldn't have been more than nine years old, had felt a pang of sorrow for the child. Who she was before this very moment appeared unimportant. She was but a babe, and could make no judgment of her. As war raged around this child's lifeless body, a body studded with shrapnel, the wolf saw fit to lay itself down. It nudged the girl's head with its nose and mourned the tragedy like it had done for countless others. It was a gesture that lasted mere moments, but also innumerable lifetimes. Then the second passed, and the wolf moved on.